Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Bookwormies. I'm your host, Aaron Helt, and here to take you down the road of nonfiction. And today we have an incredible, vulnerable book that honestly touched my life and just was so thought-provoking that I hope I can speak to uh, speak about it for hours, honestly. So I'm hoping this will be a longer episode as I really dive into the things that meant something to me in this book. So the book that I'm looking at today and reviewing and speaking about is Man Enough by Justin Baldoni. Now, let me preface this. Something that is amazing about this book is that the author speaks specifically to the privilege that they have and that he, Justin, has as an individual stating, hey, I'm a white male and I can only speak from my perspective. But my hope is to speak out in the sense of very hot button topics that men are not speaking about and hopefully it will create dialogue. And honestly, he accomplished this very, very effectively. So Justin Baldoni also has, I believe, a podcast called Man Enough. So please check that out as well as a TED Talk that is about 18 minutes on these same concepts that are touched on in this book. But definitely pick up this book and really dive into it. It is incredible. So without further ado, let me speak about some of the specifics along my process as we usually do. So first things first, this is a bit of a longer book. It is large. The text is filling the page and it is just so vulnerable and informational and I was speeding through it but it still felt like I was caught on every single word. I was so engaged in this book and it is a non-fiction. It is a thought-provoking book. It is 344 pages. As always, I do not include the resources page or the acknowledgments and so maybe I'm off by a page or two but roughly 350. And the theme, as the book is called Man Enough, it's actually the subtitle is actually called Undefining My Masculinity. And that is actually the intent of this book. The purpose of the book is about not redefining masculinity in the sense of, hey, here's a new thing to chase after and a new title to grab or a new behavior to add in. It really embraces the concept of empathy and understanding that you as an individual are meant to be an individual. It makes me think, honestly, if I can add a a slight timestamp to this podcast episode, I went and saw the Barbie movie. And uh, spoilers, again, this is spoilers, but that movie had a subplot about Ken, the, uh, you know, Barbie and Ken. Ken was living in the shadow of Barbie. And basically, again, spoiler, towards the end, the whole purpose is, hey, you know, you could be your own, like, person. You don't have to exist in the shadow of Barbie. And it was an incredible just experience to read this book and after seeing that movie and feeling just in both of these ways, hey, you know, at the end of the day, you don't have to follow a script. You're allowed to talk about the things that you want to talk about. You're allowed to struggle. And especially when coaching, a lot of times I talk to men and I say, you know, society socializes up to where we are allowed to feel two emotions, angry or fine. And that's it. And both this and that uh, movie experience really tell you, hey, you are allowed the full range of human emotions. I believe that Justin Baldoni dives into this topic wonderfully. And one of the things that is truly incredible about tackling such a difficult topic is that as you dive into this, it's very easy when you take a stance on something as hot-buttoned as gender or societal roles or traditional norms. It's very easy to make an argument for the other side. 
what this looks like is basically, let's say, hey, men's rights. Whoa, so you don't care about female rights. Okay, female rights. Well, you don't care about men's rights. Okay, everybody's rights. Well, you don't care about this marginalized group. Hold on, I said everybody. And it can lead into this whole discussion of chaos in the sense of everything gets so diluted with nuance. It's hard to take a firm stance without, or a middle ground stance, I suppose, without seemingly turning your back on something else. I believe that this book, that Justin Baldoni's Mad Enough book, actually does this really well due to the consistent reminder of, hey, I am one viewpoint. And even I, as this podcast host, am one viewpoint. I was affected positively by this book and some of the concepts and some of the, or actually most of the concepts, and a lot of the, I guess, allowances through the open discussion, it's like, whoa, I feel seen. And I think that that's one of the powerful aspects of this book is by the constantly reminding, hey, this is only my viewpoint and I can only speak to my experience. And he made the attempt of including a couple snippets from stories of his marriage, stories of his friends, and moments where friends or peers had reached out to him as well. And so it tries to include a couple different viewpoints, but also the nature of this being a masculinity-focused book, the male view is going to be the prevalent aspect. However, it does not feel, and of course, again, I can only speak from my experience as a male, but it does not feel dismissive of the female experience either in the sense of, hey, as guys, we need to do better. One example I'll have, and I'll touch on it lightly because I do want to go through each of the chapter titles and talk a little bit about the themes. But one of the things that really, really resonated with me was in chapter, I believe it's chapter two, which is titled uh, Big Enough. What that means, of course, is talking about male ego in the sense of size, not only from members, but also gym, like the concept of bigger muscles or being more toned or being more fit. And that was something that resonated with me as somebody who really loves fitness because Justin Baldoni spoke about the dynamics of, oh, you know, you start out at the gym and you say, I want to be the biggest guy and I want to be the most shredded and I want to look the best. And that's all ego. And that's 100% it. It's all ego. But he speaks then about the evolution towards a stage which I am personally at. And reading this book really surprised me with challenging my belief system in the sense of he talks about moving towards, well, instead of wanting to look the best, now I want to be able to be stronger so I can protect the people that are important to me. And I think that's a noble cause and it's beautiful. And he makes the note of saying, protect them from what? And it makes you sit and think, hold on, what do you mean? Protect them from what? And it makes you realize, oh, protect them from threats like other men. You go, hey, wouldn't it be better if there was none of that threat in the first place because men are more empathetic and are able to conduct themselves in more uh, in a less aggressive, uh, one-dimensional way? And it just, it opens up this concept of, hey, you see how like wanting to go to the gym and be stronger to protect others from this specific like essentially you, it really blew my mind to then talking about, so how do we portray strength in that sense? The people around us should not have to be protected from other men. And of course, this is a paraphrasing of the incredibly nuanced discussion that was brought up. However, this is, again, the consensus of the book that really resonated with me, because where do you move from there? As I mentioned, that was exactly where I was at in the sense of, well, I want to be able to carry my friends across water-filled streets or something, right? Something cute like that. And I realized, wow, you know, I still have that male ego of I want to be the protector. I want to be the provider. 
And it still speaks to deep-rooted masculine tendencies based on the culture I'm built around. But I am, and I know I mentioned this at the very start, like the sensitivity aspect of it, but I am a sensitive person. And so it's very interesting to see that even using my sensitivity in that way is still a protective concept. So it's very interesting. And again, there are a lot of nuance to these and a lot of concepts in this book that it's so broad and nuanced and complex of a topic that I cannot describe it in 15, 20 minutes and say, oh yeah, this is interesting. Here's how I feel. Like it really is case by case and societal and interactive between men to men, women to women, men to women, etc. And then of course, you know, mix in like non-binary individuals or those who don't conform to gender norms. And there's just so much, so many dynamics. And that is fascinating to me. But the book definitely made me think about my belief systems in that lens. So with that, let's go down a little bit in the chapters. And I'll just list these off in a little bit of what resonated with me. And then we'll cap this off. However, let's start with chapter one. So chapter one, brave enough. And he talks about what it really means to be brave. What does courage mean? And what it looks like for courage basically is what Justin Baldoni did throughout this entire book, which is being vulnerable and talking about things that generally aren't brought up. He talks uh, at some point through the book, I actually am doing something very surprising by not having dog-eared pages. Like I could flip to a random page and find something that really resonated with me. That was how impactful this book was. But at some point during it, Justin Baldoni actually talks about pornography and the addiction of men in that concept and how it is harmful both to men and women in that sense. The link to utilizing pornography is actually lighting up the object part of your brain rather than the people part of your brain. And so he talks about how research has come out of you are actually using, quote unquote, this material. And so that contributes and correlates at least to the objectification of women. And it's just incredibly interesting how the bravery is in speaking about his experience with his own struggles in that field and how opening it up to his friends and his male peers then led to such strong, difficult discussions that created safer spaces for these men to basically talk about their problems. And it was just incredible to see the amount of emotional intelligence that came out and emotional just awareness and support that came out of some of these conversations. Chapter two, we already mentioned a little bit about it's big enough, the concept of ego getting in the way of, well, I'm supposed to be this or I'm supposed to be that. But really in the last couple of years, especially the last two decades or so, a lot of body positivity coming out. And I think that trend is definitely continuing, hopefully, and spreading in the sense of, listen, people come in all sorts of shapes and sizes, that which you can see and that which you cannot see, pieces of them. And so the courage to live in your body and accept it is something that was explored during this chapter. The third chapter, Smart Enough, talking about mansplaining and always wanting to seem an expert and adding value. And as a coach, I definitely resonate with the concept of sometimes you want to just add value so you feel like you're not wasting somebody's time. You know, as I do this podcast and speak, I want to add value, tell you the things about a book that resonated with me, but sometimes you worry. You know, is this a relevant point? Is this something that I should be talking about, et cetera, et cetera. And sometimes you just blurt something out to seem like an expert. And I mean, Justin Baldoni really talks about it in this chapter of, you know, sometimes it's better to just lend an ear to people. That's really sometimes what is most helpful. And I think it's incredible. 
So as we start to get a little further into this episode, I want to really just list a couple of the chapters. I'm not going to go through all of them, but that was chapter three. Um, The others are like confidence enough, talking about insecurity, privileged enough, which was an interesting chapter talking about as the author, Justin Baldoni, talks about kind of his viewpoint as a white male. He talks about, hey, I'm privileged to be a male. And here is, of course, we talk about man enough. This is masculinity. That's the concept between, you know, it has to come from, hey, this is my privilege. This is my viewpoint. It's all I can speak from. And he says, well, if I'm speaking as a white male, I have to speak also as a white male. And he actually talks a little bit about racism and his experience in trying to empathize and have difficult discussions similar to what he's been talking about in this book with some of his non-white friends. And so he's, again, very vulnerable. It is only one chapter, but I think the importance of having this chapter in here is about reinforcing the concept of empathy and understanding between people as opposed to the, again, the title being undefining masculinity instead of redefining it is about shedding kind of the expectation and the biases and the first uh, assumptions and first impressions that come with not acknowledging the entirety of a human being. Even if it's two men speaking with each other, you don't know each other's experience talking about it is absolutely important. And so it really mimics the same concepts, which is see a person as a whole person. That is kind of the theme that comes from a lot of these conversations. And I talk about it a lot in my coaching and in the day-to-day experience of, hey, we need to just love each other more, like understand and empathize with the experience of everybody around us. That is the most important thing. So, of course, Justin Baldoni then talks a little bit about success, feeling sexy, and again, insecurity, you know, talking about feeling loved in relationships and what is necessary. And then he talks about dad enough. He talks about his children. And of course, these latter chapters are things I, as a 26-year-old, cannot resonate with as much. I do not have children. However, the vulnerability that he shows in these talking about his relationship struggles and what is necessary for him to have showed up and speaking about compromising on his needs as well in a relationship was once again, very vulnerable, very thought provoking and honestly incredible to read. As far as critique, I honestly have none because the only critique I would have given is that it was only from that singular viewpoint and that was limited in what could have been given. You know, if you had a co-author or snippets or inclusions from other individuals and even though there are stories of that, it is still from Justin Baldoni's viewpoint. However, I rescind this critique because he is very proactive in speaking about, hey, this is only my viewpoint. And it is incredible that that is the voice that he used in this book. It is honestly just very touching, very proactive, very self-aware, and I appreciate it very much. Again, I definitely appreciate the vulnerability that comes with this book, and it is an excellent display of thought-provoking discussion and vulnerability and just openness that really draws you in or at least drew me in when reading this book. My expectations actually were that this book would be very touchy-feely and not in a good way. I worried that this book would play it too safe, basically, in the sense of it would talk about this nuanced, difficult concept, but it wouldn't actually dive in. That was my worry looking at this book because I really sat and thought, well, you know, it's necessary to have these conversations, but who realistically is actually going to jump into the deep end, essentially? And I was pleasantly surprised and definitely had my thoughts provoked and, uh, you know, some uh, challenged belief systems. 
and really made me think about certain things that are important to me and why they were important and things like that. So it was definitely an excellent read. My expectations blown away. As far as the impact, I already spoke a little bit as to all the things that resonated with me. And there's just so much in this book drew me in. And I cannot believe it was 340 some pages. I honestly cannot. It felt like so much more, so much insight and a lot of moments where I put this book down just to sit and think. Finally, who would I recommend this book for? Honestly, everybody, even if it is not specifically for individuals who are masculine or uh, male presenting, it's just an interesting look into the experience of masculine individuals or those who are male presenting and the experience that society holds for them and some of the expectations. And honestly, it also plays or shows, highlights the fears that are just human. Insecurity is so prevalent in many individuals and this book talks specifically to it through so many different lenses. And I think that as it is thought-provoking, not only as a man, but just in general, I think that it would definitely open up a lot of perspective and discussions for many individuals and your peers. So I would definitely recommend it to all. Honestly, 10 out of 10 book, I really enjoyed it. As always, thank you for stopping by on the road to nonfiction, checking out some really amazing books. And next time, we'll uh, see where it goes. But as always, I really appreciate you stopping by and listening to me ramble on about something that was an interesting read. Again, this is Bookwormies, and I'll see you next time. Thank you. into this episode proudly presented by the APNM Group, a subsidiary of Alger Productions, LLC. We strive to produce content that informs, entertains, and adds value to your day. We value your input and would be delighted to hear your thoughts in the comments about this episode. If you have questions, comments, or suggestions, please engage with us in the comments section or via our social media platforms. Your feedback helps us shape our content and uncover new topics that matter to our listeners. If this episode resonated with you, we kindly ask that you rate and review this show on your preferred podcast platform. Sharing this podcast with friends and family helps us reach more listeners and continue delivering content you enjoy. For more information about the podcast, the host, or our parent company, please visit the link in this episode's description. Also visit us on YouTube and Rumble to see and hear every content produced by Alger Productions. Thank you once again for your time and support. Until next time, stay tuned and stay inspired.